Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. People are going to look at my resume and be like, oh, six months off. You've lost all your skills. They must have vanished. Like you are irrelevant. Who is she? Sending love to anyone else who's currently in lockdown. Stay sane. Let's get back into it. If you're new here, this is Interview Boss, the podcast. My name's Emma. I'm a third-year journalism student, and this is my sister, Sarah, who is a HR and recruitment professional, and we've teamed up to give you guys all the tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey, Em, and hey, everyone. To kick off this episode, we want to introduce you guys to a new little segment that's going to feature at the start of our episodes called Shoot Your Shot. We're rebranding the listener shout outs to shoot your shot because a great listener sent us some feedback about how the podcast has helped them. And at the end, they said, so thanks for helping me shoot my shot. And we were like, oh, my God, (laughs) what a good student. He understood the assignment. He's listened to me say shoot your shot 5000 times and it stuck. And yeah, like how fitting that has to be the name of the shout outs now. This is the shoot your shot segment. So So, Sarah, tell us, who shot their shot this week? (laughs) So, this week's listener shout-out goes to Alison, who had an interview recently for her dream communications job, and she got a job offer. She said she had the podcast on repeat to prepare, um, and her favourite episode was the storytelling episode because she was really worried about the tell-me-about-yourself question. And, Em, she gave you a specific mention because she said your little demo was really good to just to see the difference between the passion that you had when you were talking about it in a story. Um, so if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. Yeah, I think she said that she took um, from my little segment that it can be quite conversational rather than a recited perfect yes. little read out thing. So that's great. Talk like a human, you know. Um, So congratulations, Alison. We hope you love your new job. And if we've helped you in your job search at all, send us an email or a DM and let us know. We'd love to share your experience so that we can help other listeners. Woohoo! Thanks, Alison. So today we're going to kick off this episode. We're talking about how to talk about being fired or tricky, awkward gaps in your employment. So we actually got inspo for this episode. We had um, somebody named Eddie send us in his dilemma um, and we thought this is so valuable. This has probably happened to so many people. So let's do an episode on it. So this is Eddie's story. I worked for a large, well-known Australian company for 26 years and considered myself a valued employee. To cut a long story short, I was blamed for something one of my staff did and my employment was unexpectedly terminated. How do I handle the why did you leave X company question? I was basically given no choice but to hand in my resignation and I have a letter from my employer saying that I resigned. So... 
Yeah, this is a really tough one. Um, And I've actually got personal experience in this. Anyone who's listened to my career story knows that my first ever job um, after uni at Hayes, um, I had my probation failed, so I was fired. Um, And it's really, really hard in that situation to know how am I going to talk about this? Like, how do I tell someone that I failed? Why would they hire me if they think, well, the person who knows you the best just got rid of you? Um, And particularly, I I can't imagine with with Eddie's one, with 26 years, I mean, that's a long history with the one company. Also Um, tricky in in his scenario that he really feels as though he wasn't at fault, like feels pretty hard done by. I think if it's a genuine thing that you can look back at and be like, wow, yes, I did the wrong thing. But even harder in a situation where you're like really feeling like that was unfair. That's so true. Now you've got to tell people... Yeah, and I think in my situation, I was able to look back and go, oh, you know what, if I was making that decision nowadays, I would have gotten rid of me too. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Whereas with Eddie, yeah, you're right, Em, there's a lot of um, emotion there about, you know, it was being, it was unfair and, you know, as much as he... 26 years proves that he was probably a great employee, like... Yeah, that's right. Um, And the fact that he resigned um, is probably, you know, a good thing in the end, Um, but it definitely wouldn't feel like that to him. Um, So we've got three kind of main tips um, for Eddie, and we've already sent these to him, but we wanted wanted to share these with you guys if anyone's in a similar situation. Yeah, so jumping into tip number one here, we have addressing it head on by giving a small amount of detail is good. It can be maybe the knee-jerk response to try and cover it or not really want to talk about it but just dealing with it head on and and admitting that that happened can be the best thing yeah I mean as a manager or a you know recruiter HR whatever when you're doing an interview um, or when you're looking at someone's resume if you can see that they left a company in May and it's now July that they're you know interviewing you kind of want to know like okay why aren't you still there anymore? Um, and it can be the elephant in the room a little bit um, if you don't bring it up. So that's why I'm saying address it head on um, because if you don't, they will ask about it eventually um, and yet then you're then going to be kind of on the back foot as opposed to saying, um, you know, in your tell me about yourself question, tell your career story and then at the end, so in May I finished up with blah, blah, blah um, and, and you want to, you want to be a bit honest about that situation um, and address it. Come up with a little spiel that you can do in a couple of sentences and we've got some tips um, in a second to to kind of how to do that. Um, but admitting something up front that's a little bit icky kind of shows, you know, honesty, integrity and, and confidence as well. It shows that you're being upfront about, yeah, and look, that wasn't the right fit for me um, and I'm excited to take on something new. Um after after that role would you You say better to get in first like you get to tell it your way at the start before waiting until they ask when you might be a bit more panicked like get in straight away and say it before they're going to prod about it later yeah it's better to seem confident about it and um honest about it rather than like you're trying to hide it and just hope that it doesn't come up um because i guarantee you if they don't ask or even if you answer it, but you kind of dance around it a little bit, um, they're going to walk out of that interview being like, mm, I still feel like I don't know what happened there. And I'm worried that 
it's something worse than what he said. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, I'm us- worried that it's fraud or like, yeah. you know, harassment or something really, really bad. Yeah, right. Um, you want to rule out any suspicion that they're worried about, get it over with. But yes. for some people who might think, okay, sounds easier said than done to just let them know about it. How do – give us an example for Eddie's situation. He told us that it was, you know, someone he was managing had a big stuff up or whatever and his management saw that as his – fault sort of he should have managed it better whatever so yeah give an let example me do, of let what me do a little say. example yeah. of what I'd say so I'd start my career story and then I would say um so in June my manager discovered um an issue with our um customer feedback system whatever it was yeah uh, which was the responsibility of someone in my team Unfortunately, due to the way my manager handle it, handled it, the trust really broke down um, and I really felt like it was best at that point for us to part ways. Um, so I resigned. It was really unfortunate given how much I loved my time there, but I'm excited to be starting a new chapter. Boom. So you can see there how I've, I've given the information. It was an issue with our customer feedback system, whatever. It was so-and-so's responsibility, but I'm not, I'm not saying – Oh, they targeted me. They got rid of me. Yeah. You know, I it was unfairly like pushed out. It doesn't sound like a sob story. It simply yes. is a mini story. But you're giving some information. I didn't just say there was an issue because that's, yeah. you know, Get a bit too specific. vague. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. You want to add a little bit of detail in there. But it, I didn't just give them my life story either. Um, and I didn't say, you know, and then this happened and then this happened. It's brief. It's to the Three point. Sentences. They can follow up. Yeah, they can follow up and ask more if they want to. Um, but that's a really good way for you to approach something like that. Fantastic. Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one on one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step by step by step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits, and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. Now we have our second tip. We have no negative emotions about your ex-employer. You don't want to be in there mm. coming off as salty like, well, what happened was like, for example, Sarah's example of what to say, you, you should not say yeah. it like this. And then the way my manager handled it, well, there was there was a, a communication breakdown, so it it was just time for me to leave. Yep. So now I'm yeah, here. Yeah, I was really pushed out of there. That you just know. sounds so bad, salty. It's you sound like a victim. Like, just yeah, speak objectively, yeah. nicely. Even if really all you want to scream are profanities at them, they the interviewer doesn't need to know that. Yeah, and it can be really, really hard when you've actually been treated badly on the way out. And I know of lots of people who've genuinely been treated badly on the way out through no fault of their own. Um, But it's important to not let that frustration out in an interview. So I think do what you need to do to process that emotion you know, with your friends and family, talk about it to people who are there to support you so that when you're in an interview, you don't feel like you need to get it off your chest. Um, you're not there to vent to your, to your you know, future employer. Um, you're there to communicate, you know, your value to them. So make sure it doesn't feel like you still haven't had a chance to unload about that stuff. For sure. Get all of that out of the system before the interview. 
Tip number three, we have taking a little responsibility isn't a bad thing, even if you genuinely weren't at fault. Yeah, um, it's always a good um, sign, I guess, to see a candidate reflecting on, you know, how they could have handled things differently um, or how their behaviour could have potentially changed a situation, even if it wasn't their fault. Um, I'm a big believer in the motto, if you touched it, you own it. Even if it wasn't your responsibility, if you had anything to do with it, there was something maybe you could have um, that you could have done to to contribute. So, um, taking a little bit of responsibility, you know, in that situation with Eddie saying, um, you know, he was in my team, so you know, I I fully understand that I should have been across any issues that were coming up under his um, area, but at the same time, it wasn't something that I did deliberately. It wasn't something that I ignored. Do you know what I mean? So like taking a little bit of that responsibility um, to say, yes, he was in my team, you know, it was yeah, something that I was It just shows that you're for. not trying to just point blame to anybody yes. but you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to feel that you were responsible, but showing a little bit of that and ownership of, um, you know, even in my situation, look, looking back now, you know, I found it really hard in that role. Um, and as a result, I really didn't put in, you know, the effort and the energy that I would now. Um, being able to look back and reflect on that shows a real level of maturity. We have another piece of advice that isn't just specific to Eddie. This is a bit more general advice, but sometimes it can be helpful to look at contracting or short-term gigs. I know Eddie was talking to us about Mm. how do I make that next step with, you know, I've had this 26-year stint, I don't really have anything fresh. And this is something you replied to him that um, just instead of trying to land that full-time career change, you can just bum around in the middle, do some temp things here and there. Why can that be helpful? Yeah, so I think um, a lot of, you know, employers might be quite intimidated by seeing that someone was at one company for 26 years and think, can this person learn a new job? Um, and that's that can be a real concern because if you've been in the same systems, the same processes, the same company, everything yeah. – um, for that long, they're kind of thinking, will you be able to adapt? And by doing some short-term work, not only does it give you some more recent references, things like that. Also, um, better reference, this was another thing he spoke about. How do you handle when, you know, obviously he didn't leave on great terms, he's not going to have that reference. This solves that problem as well. If you get some contract temp work, you've got a recent reference who's going to vouch for you. Yes, exactly. But again, in those situations, even to get that temp work, you might find that you come up with that reference problem. Um, If you've been upfront about it and said, you know, this is why I left, this was the issue I had with that most recent manager, um, they're more likely to be understanding about references once you get to that point because you're not springing it on them. Imagine, Em, I just hid everything and then I just said, oh, I just got sick of it and I left. Um, and then once it comes to references, you're yeah. going, okay, who was your most recent manager? And I'm like, um, and you're stalling and acting sus. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to think what's going on. And then I go, oh, well actually, you know, it wasn't a great relationship when I left and you're like, hold on, this is new information. Yeah. Um, if you address it up front, then later on in the process, you know, as I mentioned to you, um, unfortunately I didn't leave on the greatest terms with my most recent manager, but my manager before that, here's their contact information. He's another senior person in the team that you could talk to. They're more likely to be understanding. Um, personality clashes, you know, issues like that happen in workplaces all the time. Um, and people understand that just because you weren't 
um, you know, someone's superstar doesn't mean you're going to be no good at your next job. Um, but you're going to have the best chance of them understanding that if you're really upfront about it to begin with. That's all we have time for today, but I hope you guys found this episode valuable. I'm sure there's people out there that have, have found themselves in one of these tricky situations and are not not knowing how to proceed with um, their future interviewers. But I think the key out of all of this is to be honest upfront, own it, and don't try and lie. Just Just be honest. Totally. It can even apply if you've been made redundant or if your contract was cut short, all those kinds of things. Um, or if you lost hours as a casual. Or took t- or took some time off to just, you had burnout. Same kind of yeah. things. If people are asking about gaps in your appointment, just ask. Like I feel like even I have this weird fear that like say after I graduate, if I take six months to just work in hospo and get some money before I think about anything in my head I'm like oh my god people are gonna look at my resume and be like oh six months off you've lost all your skills they must have vanished like you are irrelevant who is she but really in an interview if they said oh so what have you been doing and I said oh yeah so I've just taken six months to just you know relax and earn some money you know supporting myself at uni was tough so I've just wanted to set myself up a little safety net before I start going hard on the job applications they would be like Amazing, reasonable, great, move on. Like Exactly, yeah. You've just got to have it's storytelling all over again, isn't it? Yeah. Back, we've done a full circle back to the storytelling. Storytelling, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, that's why we did it as one of our first episodes. It's just, it's everything. Mm. All right, that's it. We'll be back in your ears next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like this episode and you want to support us, go ahead and hit follow on Spotify or subscribe in Apple. That's how we can hit the charts so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration and a supportive community, check us out on Instagram at interviewboss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. Whoa.